0: plushcare.com slash weight loss the biggest breaking news stories an outspoken opinion the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio
1: uh, good morning to you thank you very much as always uh, for joining me i say, as always my second day back of this year i think we're all still in a little bit of a of a sort of a, a flurry of oh Oh, it's New Year, 2023. Has it started? Is this what it's going to be like for the rest of the year? We're in crisis or are we in crisis? Are we in a challenge? Uh, Certainly Steve Barkley, the health secretary, got in some hot water with his uh, uh, NHS fans uh, for saying the NHS problems were a challenge, not a crisis. Um, Is everything in this country now a crisis at all times? Some would say we have a crisis and our complete lack of understanding of maths as a general population try to get someone to understand even basic things like fractions and percentages. Well, people don't know. They don't understand. Why not? Well, Because a lot of them don't study maths to a decent level. A lot of them aren't taught maths to a decent level. What a surprise they're not when uh, nearly half of schools uh, don't actually have anyone who's trained in maths teaching maths. Imagine. Uh, well, what do you make of the Prime Minister's uh, plan? He's going to announce in a speech later today that compulsory maths should be on the agenda, uh, on the curriculum for everyone at school until the age of 18. Well, we'll talk about that and plenty more besides uh, with all of my top guests today, including Conservative commentator Benedict Spence, who joins me right now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Judy. Um, when I told you about the stories you arrived this morning, your first one was, oh, no. <laughs> Tell us your GCSE math score.
0: Oh, I got a C at GCSE maths. Now, I'm not he- even sure which letter of the alphabet that <laughs> is. That's okay, now here's
1: <laughs> the thing. I think this is a crucial thing, that crucial issue we have in this country is there are, I, as my regular listeners and viewers will know, Expense is an incredibly knowledgeable, highly educated young man. I'm, I'm even going with the young. I'm being nice, okay. I mean, genuine. I do think, think anyone listening to you or watching you could think that this is not someone who's who's well educated and knowledgeable. I'm sure there's someone out there. <laughs> good mo- good yeah, morning, father. Girl, <laughs> yes, your, your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And yet. Yeah, it is totally socially acceptable in this country mm. for someone to say i'm a highly educated person you can have your you know your oxbridge degree you could whatever but oh i'm useless at maths oh i can barely add up i'm useless at it it would never be socially acceptable for someone to say oh i'm a perfectly clever educated person mm. but i can't spell and i can't read properly I don't know. Have you met many
0: of our MPs? Um, So what's
1: the the difference? uh,
0: I don't know actually what the difference is. I think it might come down to how it is taught as much as anything else. I mean, it's one of those things that I could not wait to stop doing maths. Uh, when I was at school, uh, not just maths, uh, physics and chemistry as well. I could not wait to stop doing that. You just,
1: we just weren't on the science D- it side. Just,
0: just wasn't, well, biology, no, biology, fantastic, you know, I just yeah. I walt- waltzed through that, but it was simply, I just wasn't interested, and I do think in hindsight it was the way it was taught, because yeah. since leaving school um, I have taken more of an interest, certainly in physics and chemistry, and I found it's not actually that challenging, but I do remember it being incredibly challenging so, at school.
1: But this is it. So a lot of it does come down to how it's taught. Now it's interesting, to say, so the Prime Minister today, this is his first sort of set-piece speech, He's going to be making today over the new year. And he's saying all children will have to study maths until they're 18 under his plans. Uh, Reimagine the education system, the Times says. Uh, He says it's his personal mission. Uh, It's all about seizing control of the political agenda. I have to say, um, one... I'm not sure that people whose um, elderly relatives are not getting an ambulance coming to pick them up when they've had a, a fall or uh, waiting for cancer treatment mm. uh, or children who have missed out on you a know, year and a half, two years of proper education um, uh, and people who are worried about paying their heating bills, I'm not sure they're sitting at home with their hot water bottles as I do in the evening now going, if only we all studied maths to the age of 18... all of the world's problems would be solved. I mean, if he wanted to make one announcement today about Mm. we're going to improve the country, that number one would be, be, we're going to build a million houses this year. That, that, now that would be life-changing for not just those million new homeowners, Mm. but, but for... For actually, the, you know, employment and, and training. And things like that. This, I mean, he's saying, he's basically saying this is a priority. Now, and I think that's a wonderful priority to have. And I think yes. it's what he says. This is personal to me. He said, every opportunity I've had in life began with the education I was so fortunate to receive. His parents came, came here as immigrants, mm-hmm. uh, worked very, very hard, had them, good for them. And they sent him to Winchester College, a very expensive private school. He said, it's the single most important reason why I came into politics to give every child the highest possible standard of education. Um, and he said, he said, we've made incredible, progress since 2010 with the right plan the right commitment to excellence I see no reason why we cannot rival the best education systems in the world and he's right Mm. but is this the number one priority
0: well if that's the issue that it's a matter of optics then no but I'd rather that he had and was putting out policies that had already been thought thought through and were ready to go rather than rushing things out for the sake of headlines I agree with you there are many very pressing things uh, that excuse me are affecting people in the short to medium term. But those problems in and of themselves, a bit like our education crisis, are decades in the making. And they're not things that can actually just be solved by a prime minister coming out, a la Boris Johnson, go, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, Z thing. I'm going to do with them now. Let's not bother about the details. That kind of doing policy on the hoof it's part of the reason why we find ourselves in such malaise. It,
1: and this is the thing, isn't it? Don't announce a vision. I, mean, let me, mm. I, don't, want to, I don't mind you announcing a vision if you're in opposition. Yeah. <laughs> OK, this is what <laughs> we're going to do. Right. OK. And now we're maybe two years away or a year away from, it, from it, getting into government, possibly. Now tell us how you're going to plan to do it. How you are going to pay for it? How you are going to yeah. recruit the people and everything? But, but otherwise, it, you know, it's, it's like me saying, it's like me saying, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a supermodel. You know, it's not going to happen. You know, my vision for this year is I'm going to be a size 10. I mean, I don't want to be a size 10, but, you know, but it's not going to happen. You have to have a plan for what you're going to do. Um. Now this, look, this does follow the findings of the, the, uh, the in fact, the Times Education Commission. They reported last summer. They called for the creation of a British baccalaureate. So mm. the system, you know, the international system is obviously from France originally, where you've got this sort of broader academic and uh, vocational qualifications mm. uh, all the way to 18. You're not just narrowing it down to say, you know, three A levels or four A levels. But the reality is, you know, an awful lot of pupils are not at school at 18. No, they're in some sort of vocational training. They're doing an apprenticeship or something like that. Well, um, are those your youngsters are going to be required to go to compulsory maths lessons as well. I mean, is this is this a <clears> classic? Ex- are you going to be coffee the whole me, way? Excuse me, I'm the sorry, I forgot, I've forgotten that this the studio well, is very dry. Yes. I need more coffee. Is what I need. Um, but but uh, you know, uh, is this just a classic example? And as we have this with often when the conversations between politicians and, frankly, mm. the you know the media elite uh, about education. Where we're all so obsessed with like oh well you know the sort of schools our kids go to the the the, the university education we expect them to have is completely out of touch mm. with the reality of most youngs most families and most young people's lives. I wonder
0: if it's more just sort of the headline grabbing thing, and that actually if you're able to improve maths from earlier on, yeah. that won't be necessary that yeah. everybody does it to 18. And I I do feel actually quite strongly as somebody who was absolutely or felt absolutely useless at mm. maths, it shouldn't actually be so difficult. It for some people it's just Ways of teaching it. If you improve that from an yeah. earlier age, actually, I don't think there's any need and, to take it to. And it.
1: his argument, I think, is that again, they've had this policy on literacy as well. Mm. They have massively improved literacy by, you know, teaching properly, not going. Here's a picture of a cat, and then say that <laughs> word is cat, and expecting kids to learn to read, well, as opposed to going ka ta and, and using proper phonetic. I mean, mm. genuinely. I mean, frankly, there are there's a whole generation of teacher training college uh, staff who, who, frankly, should be taken out and shot in my view, in terms of what they did to uh, to children in comprehensive education in terms of their learning. But we, we should we should do this. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, again, how they're going to manage to actually find enough teachers to teach maths to a decent level, at any level. Almost half of secondary schools, it was reported only a couple of months ago, um, almost half of secondary schools are using non-specialist teachers for maths lessons. You can't, you can't teach yeah. a grade day in maths... GCSE, let alone A-level standard of any sort, mm. um, or even teach decent maths at all. I would have thought, actually, no. uh, to primary school level, if you haven't got some sort of qualification in maths.
0: Again, it's something where this is going to take a long time, actually, to implement because you need to find the people who are good at maths to train them to be the teachers, to then get them, in. You and also they can't have just to
1: pay them enough. Well, that's
0: the other thing, isn't it? It's a bit like you know, in the NHS, when we talk about um, uh, staffing crises and stuff. And, you know, people want to be paid enough to be able to live on and live decently. They don't just want to subsist.
1: But that's not the whole point. Uh, the whole point, so he wants you know has to have a sort of high-skilled, high you know, uh, paid co- economy. Mm. Well, yeah. The reason why a lot of people do master's degrees is you can go off get a job in industry, in banking, or whatever mm. it is. You know, uh, uh, you know, in engineering. Science, engineering. I mean, and you could mm. be earning twice as much as you would as a teacher. And yeah. okay, you don't get the holidays, but you know, uh, you can afford to go on holidays. Maybe there's a way of getting around it where
0: perhaps your university degree is funded if you do a certain number of years as a teacher or something. Like I'd be that.
1: yeah, I'd be very happy with that. I mean, that's the thing. Um, but I just wonder how viable it is I'd love to hear from you. Do get in touch with me. Um, Rishi's now wanting all pupils to study uh, maths up to the age of 18. I'd love to know your personal experience. What helped or hindered you most studying maths at school? Did you have a fantastic teacher? Did you have a useless teacher? I was really lucky. I had really good maths teachers. I still didn't get that excited about the subject. I don't think I would have wanted to study it all the way uh, to 18. Um, But also, what sort of maths should we be learning? Um, that's the crucial thing for me. Is there's an awful lot of people who sort of you think oh they think, oh, I'm rubbish at maths. You they're watching the PDC darts final last night. They can do the maths <laughs> on whether or not they need a double or whether they you know they need the treble or whatever. I mean, they a lot of people who who say they can't do maths they can work out the odds and what they'd earn back from a uh, you know a bet on the horses. I mean. We, we just don't teach maths in a way that is accessible and feels useful. Mm. Maybe a little bit of education on finances, maybe on interest rates.
0: Or a tax return. Yeah, how to do a tax, how to budget, what
1: difference between net and gross. Maybe making maths a little bit more practical practical and uh, applicable to your your real daily life.
0: The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
1: Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten.